Hey everyone, this is Matt Gunlock from the 3GIQ podcast. Today we're just going to do a, a, a very different episode. It's This isn't going to be your typical gun episode where we're talking about three gun or matches or anything like that. This is going to be something uh, deeply personal to me and to a lot of the Marines that I served with. And it's about a book that is coming out very soon called Bastards and Brothers. It's been a long time in the making. And I have the author of that book right here, Ajax Trueblood. Ajax, can you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Uh, this is great, Matt. I really, really appreciate this. And it's uh, it's really great to, to uh, see you face-to-face, essentially, here. So, um, yeah, uh, I've written this book, Bastards and Brothers, uh, about that deployment, which came at a pivotal time and a pivotal place. Um, let me just uh, introduce myself a little bit, because I'm, I'm kind of an odd duck. Uh, I'm an Air Force guy. Uh, and a lot of people ask me, why did you write about Marines? You know, but um, and let's see, uh, my, my full name actually is and it's on the cover of the book is Roger. Uh, Ajax is a call sign. So Roger Ajax True Blood is what's on the book. Um, and, and you know, long even in the Air Force, uh, even non-flyers get call signs sometimes. So I'm an, I'm an intelligence guy. Um, as, as they say in the Air Force, I'm an intelligence puke. Uh, so I ended up with that, that call sign quite a while back. Um, and Roger never works in the military, you know, Roger, 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 this Roger, that. So, so I've been going by Ajax for many years. Um, so why I, you're probably going to ask, uh, why I wrote the book. Um, I, and we can get into that, but just, uh, briefly, um, I was in, uh, I was deployed in 2007. Uh, I had been in and out of Iraq in 2005, um, in 2007, I was uh, attached to the army south of Baghdad and saw the effects. Every, everything was changing and saw the effects of what was then known as the Great Awakening. So kind of tracked that back, kind of my own intellectual curiosity, tracked it back uh, to Anbar and along the western Euphrates River Valley um, and doing my own research Uh, And it took a long time to figure this all out, but uh, discovered the story of 3rd Battalion, 2nd Marines, 3-2, up uh, in all time, the uh, very far western edge of the battle space, and decided I needed to write a book. So a lot of of stuff in between there, but... No, I appreciate that. And, and, you know, just so the listeners know, I did kind of get an, uh, an advanced copy uh, from Ajax to kind of review um, because we're going to be doing an oncoming episode where Frank and I uh, are talking to Ajax again, and we're going to have Captain Chris uh, Aiva on as well. Um, and it's going to be kind of a reunion for me and Chris, just because I was there in 2005 with Chris. Chris was my company commander at the time. And it's when I say it's very emotional, it's very emotional. Um, so before I go any further, I'm going to say there there's some really big parallels here that I draw from other history books or other autobiographies uh, that I've read, you know, beyond Band of Brothers, uh, the story of Major Dick Winters whenever he was, you know, in Europe with uh, with his guys, um, Easy Company, and then even Phase Line Green. And some of the things that, you know, I hope come from this is, you know, we in the military, we do a lot of tactical decision games. 
and we draw upon stuff from, you know, World War II. Uh, we draw upon stuff from Vietnam and we even do stuff from uh, the most current conflict. And I think there's some really good aspects of what we did in Iraq in 2005 can be that can be drawn upon. And another aspect of this book is it's so deeply personal just because of the amount of interviews that you did conduct Ajax that it has that personal touch and you get the the tactical perspective on the ground. But then you cover a lot of the stuff that we weren't even aware of there, which was the operational side and the strategic side. Like that's that stuff didn't mean anything to us, to us, everything that we did on the ground and to the guys on the left and right. That's what really mattered to us. So, you know, the, the stories are very deeply personal um, and, you know, you did a lot of homework and did a lot of really good work in vetting and doing that. Yeah, let me uh, kind of explain a little bit, kind of background of why the three two and why Al Qaeda in two thousand five. Um, you know, the war starts in two thousand three with the invasion, uh, but basically the Western province Anbar is uh, is essentially ignored at first. Um, so the insurgency really took root out there. Um, that's kind of the hot, the hard, uh, the, the center of the Sunni triangle and the, you know, the Sunni stronghold. So uh, in, the insurgency by 2004 was extremely strong and growing out in, in the far West in Anbar. They called it the wild West, right? Um, Fallujah happens in late 2004, November, as a matter of fact, right now, the, the anniversary. Um, and uh that kind of uh, even then kind of diverts attention from even further west. And by the time you guys arrive in February of 2005, it's really kind of out of control. And so you arrived at, at the what I call the dark days when it just seemed like everything was going off the rails. And many of uh, our national leaders and, and the military leaders that were assuming that things were lost. Um, so. The battalion shows up and uh, starts this starts this work, and I won't go into you know too much detail about it, but was able to have enough success, uh, even you know being completely unrecognized. Uh, there were some major operations that received some press, but basically just doing your jobs out in a very very dangerous place uh, that kind of, that started to turn the tide um, in some very um, somewhat intangible but also very tangible ways and by the end of your deployment in uh september of 2005 there were signs of a turnaround uh you guys didn't really get to appreciate that as you left the country yeah. it still seemed like it was all out of control right but that's part of what what attracted me to the subject was to write about the early days in the war 2005 when you know, before the Great Awakening, before Onbar started to turn around and what the groundwork that was laid. And that's what this covers. But also, like like you mentioned, in some very personal um, stories. Uh, so we've got that's what's kind of unique about this book is is it it combines the operational level, you know, higher view, strategic level view, if you will. Uh, with these very tactical, very personal stories, over 200 interviews, at least I can, I never, I lost count a long time ago. Um, you know, many, many stories in the, in the book about close calls, 
uh, dramatic, you know, suicide bombers, um, you know, house to house, uh, face to face shots. And uh, there's some some really uh, kind of tense moments in there um, that came from you guys. And, uh, you know, early on, you and I spoke. Uh, almost all my interviews were done by the phone, by phone, but you and I spoke and you just, you were one of the Marines. Chris Aiva is another one uh, that showed me the feelings underneath the facts. And I changed the direction of the book in that, in that way. And, you know, at first it was going to be pretty straightforward. Here's what happened. Here's who did what, here's the the timeline. But uh, after talking with with young Marines, well, the, we're young back then. I see the gray in your beard there. <laughs> yeah. But um, it just, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of emotion behind it and uh, some very, very personal stories that I'm privileged. I, I, that's one thing I want to make come across is that I have been privileged and honored to talk to you guys and to to listen to your stories and then capture them and you know feed them back and go is this is this what you meant so there's been a lot of back and forth interplay with a lot of different marines and, and i'll i'll say you know i think you and i were back and forth throughout a big part of 2017 and you know i i want i say 2017 specifically because this has been a long time in the works between all yep. the vetting not just with all the interviews that you had to do, you know, you mentioned you did over 200 interviews, but also the vetting, making, you know, doing data analytics, talking to Chris last night, the data data analytics that went in um, to, you know, seeing what really comes out, what words really come up. And then even going through uh, the Pentagon, which from what you told me was one of the longest processes to, <laughs> to get it cleared. I don't want to get into that too much because I would just uh, get sarcastic about it. But yeah, it took it took uh, took me a lot longer than I thought it was going to do. Now, some of that was my own inexperience. Um, this is the first book I've written, and uh, it's been a long haul. Uh, originally, I thought, you know, oh yeah, I, I should be able to knock this out in a year. Well, not not exactly, but no, a big part of that was this turn of no, I need to understand the in you know the deep waters that still run in in the hearts of these marines um and not being a marine myself that's a little daunting so it took a lot of kind of you know heart to heart mind melding whatever uh that uh kind of helped me tell your story and, and you know it's I, it's daunting for me to say that but i'm telling your story no and i think with everything that you did and from everything that I've, I've read thus far, the Marines are going to appreciate it. You know, it is something that is so deeply emotional and, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and put a, you know, say this, there's a part in the book where it's all about the healing process. And I think this is something that's part of the healing process for those Marines. Um, you know, it, and I'm only speaking for myself there, but, you know, I would like to think the other Marines would find this as a healing process. Maybe some closure comes out of it, you know, yeah. knowing that what they did did have a large effect on what what came. Because like you said before, we left and we didn't know what happened after that. 
you know, we didn't know the effect that we necessarily did have. Um, we were only focusing on what we did on the ground. So I do want to say thank you for the large effort that you did put in. Um, before we make this too long, because like, like I said, this is a promo video um, for what's to come. Um, where, where can everybody pick it up and when, when will it be available? So, uh, the website, uh, that goes along with it is bastardsandbrothers.com. Okay. Uh, and, uh, on 10 November is Marine Corps birthday is the release date. Now being new to the publishing world, I'm not hundred percent sure what all that, what release date means, but that's when, the link will be there to do pre-orders. You know, it takes time to get the book printed and sent out. And by the way, I'm the first orders, the first tranche of orders that come in, uh, I'm going to sign them. So that means they got to come to come to me. I, I live in Southern Utah and then I'll sign them and then, and it'll be sent out. So it'll take a little while longer. I wish it were faster, uh, but we are there uh, on 10 November. That's the release date. And the pre-orders begin. Now, I've, I've had a lot of uh, folks already contact me. So I've got names and a list of you know people that that want. Uh, it'll be out in paperback and hardcover to start with. Later on, it'll be an ebook. But uh, bastardsandbrothers.com is the place to go. And there's also a bunch of other information on there as well. Yeah, I was reading through that. It has like... Like, that's a really cool thing about it. It has like a lot of pictures. It has maps, you know, like you can basically battle track and put things together uh, based off of all the information that you have there. So um, thank you again. Uh, again, everybody, 10 November, bastardsandbrothers.com. Um, get yourselves a copy. You won't be disappointed. Thanks and have a great one. Thanks, Matt. You're welcome.